you for tuning in to Sandy's Kitchen Medley. This is your host, Sandy Holthouse. I suppose we're all gearing up for summer now. I know the kids are getting out of school here in a few days, and the weather's turning nice. We're in the 70s here. It's just a beautiful day. Um, if you're like me, your kids are now probably home from school or college. Jack and Ben are both home from college for the summer and working hard, um, one at Anchor Dock and Lift and the other one at Backyard Reflections. So they both have outside jobs this summer, but that'll keep them really busy. Uh, when they were younger, though, it was a full-time job for me uh, just to keep them occupied. And I know there's a lot of moms out there in the area that are going through the same thing. It's like we love to have our kids home and have a little downtime in the summer, but after a week or two, it's kind of, well, what do we do? What do we do? And I was always trying to find things that we didn't necessarily have to go somewhere or spend a lot of money on. Um, it was fun to just do some things at home. So I wrote a column called Buckets of Summer Fun, and it has quite a few ideas in there about what to do with your kids in the summer. And so I'm going to share that with you along with um, three Mexican-themed recipes that you can make with your kids. It's kind of a fun thing. You go on a shopping trip and buy all the ingredients and then go home and make make tortillas and homemade guacamole and homemade taco seasoning. So those are the three medley recipes we're going to share today and I will be right back for Sandy's Kitchen Medley. Thanks for listening. You're listening to the podcast of Sandy's Kitchen Medley. Sandy's Kitchen Medley can be heard every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. on KRWC AM 1360, radio for Wright County. Welcome back to Sandy's Kitchen Medley. We're going to talk about buckets of summer fun today. Summer's almost here. The kids are almost out of school. So I kind of came up with a bucket list of things to do while the kids are home. As a kid, there was nothing more important to me than summer break. It was the the entire school year kind of revolved around how many days were left in school. And when I was at school, I had an English teacher, Mr. O, who always kept a running total number of days left until summer break on the chalkboard. And uh, we'd go in there every day. And boy, when it got 10 days or less, we were all really excited, including Mr. O. I think he was looking forward to it as much as we were. But these are 10 favorite activities that I have done with my kids, and I have tried them all. So I will speak from experience on these. They are tried and true and a lot of fun. Um, the first one, you guys have to go with me on this. I'm going to tell you it's a lot of fun, but it is a big mess. I recommend having a food fight party with your kids. It's only for adventurous moms. I'm telling you, you will have this party once, maybe only once, but it is a lot of fun. Um, I suggest some rules. Um, I learned from these from experience. Um, the rule, first rule is if you won't eat it, uh, don't bring it to the party to throw it. Um, this prevents the neighborhood kids from bringing 
disgusting concoctions from refrigerator leftovers. Um, we don't want that. We don't want uh, icky cottage cheese or anything like that. So pick fun things like chocolate pudding and Hershey's syrup. Um, those cans of whipped cream that you can spray, those are a lot of fun. Um, Jello, make a pan of of cake and then you just throw cake that's fine you kind of get the idea you don't want to throw anything um, that's not edible say raw eggs or even flour is gets in your eyes and it's no fun so only throw the fun things um, the second rule is I put a garden hose on the ground in a big circle and that way when you're playing the only way you can play is if you're inside the circle so that way if anybody wanted to get out of the game if they were feeling overwhelmed or something they could step outside the circle and you're not allowed to throw anything at anyone outside the circle. That also prevents moms from ending up with a lot of goo on them as well, especially when they're taking pictures and things. But to play, you have to be in the circle, but you can't throw anything from outside the circle. That's rule three. So if you're outside the circle and nobody can throw anything at you, you can't throw anything at anybody else from outside the circle. And um, rule four, don't throw food at the camera person so moms are safe. We don't want anything thrown at mom or the dads or the camera people. So you can't throw anything at them. And rule five, uh, this is 100% outside game. You are not allowed in the house at any time in any way, shape, or form. You have to stay outside. And I recommend having a garden hose handy to kind of hose everybody down after the game is over. But it's a lot of fun and kids just kind of think, wow, we've never done anything like this. So that's kind of kind of a new and fun thing to do. So if you're if you're a Daring mom, give it a try. Um, the second one was powdered sugar fishing. And that's where you just buy some donuts, some powdered sugar donuts, and tie them on a string with a stick. And then you have the child lie on their back and you dangle the donut over them with um, the fishing pole. And they can't use their hands. They can just use their mouths, but they try and, and bite the donut. And we always use powdered sugar donuts because they're the messiest and kind of get all over everybody. Um, the third one was called a blue food breakfast. And my daughter Zoe, when she was young, she had this book called No Blue Food. And it was just a fun book. She really liked to read it. And so we one day practiced making um, blue food and we just colored everything with blue food coloring. We made blue pancakes and blue scrambled eggs and blue milk. And it was really, really fun. And I think the hardest thing for uh, the kids and I to get over was drinking the blue milk. It just seemed like it wasn't right. We probably shouldn't be drinking something like that. But it was really fun. And if blue is your favorite color or pink or purple or whatever, it's kind of fun to have a um, breakfast just themed on color. So I would recommend that. Uh, the fourth one is a candy gram. And these are so fun. Now with Pinterest, you can go out there. There's a lot of candy gram um, ideas. You can go shopping then and have your kids buy the different ingredients for um 
or the different candies for making a candy gram. But the one we found, I mean, it was you bought the reason, and it said this is the reason for this greeting is a carefree summer. So you bought, put the carefree gum on there. Don't go nuts while you're fighting the mounds of people at the park. Don't worry about getting chunky, and there's a chunky candy bar. There's good and plenty of time to worry about that next winter. And then hugs and kisses, and then your sweetheart, and you would buy some sweet tarts or something to go in there. But there's lots of candy grams to choose from. It's kind of fun if you have more than one child to have them um, make it for each other, or if you have one child to make it for a grandparent or a neighbor or a friend. But candy grams are a lot of fun. The fifth one was whipped cream cars. And you just buy a can of whipping cream or shaving cream. It depends on the age of your child. If you're worried about them putting it in their mouth, uh, use uh, whipping cream. If you think they'll understand not to put uh, it in their mouth. I just bought cans of shaving cream. You can get them at the dollar store for 99 cents and it's kind of fun. But we just covered an outdoor picnic table with a um, plastic cloth or a plastic tablecloth and just covered it with whipping cream and then took all of our little cars and um, pretended to be driving them through the snow or through whatever. And that was always fun. That was really popular and the kids would ask for that one over and over again. Another one was um, a goldfish hiking trail. And we have so many places to hike in the area, but this one's kind of like Hansel and Gretel following the breadcrumbs through the woods. But you, um, you take goldfish. I like the goldfish because they show up really well on the ground. But you have the child uh, start a trail and go down the trail. And um, you can either turn around and see your goldfish as you come back or have the other children start a little bit later in the trail and try and follow the little goldfish crackers. Um, if you have a family dog, you can always take them along and they'll clean up the crackers for you when the game is over. Um, another idea is to make homemade bubbles. I love homemade bubbles. They're really easy to do. You just use a tablespoon of corn syrup, two tablespoons of dish soap, and one cup of water. And those are all things you have on hand. Now a fun thing we did, because we have an outdoor air conditioner, is you just take a fly swatter and dip it in the uh, solution and then hold it over the air conditioning unit outside and you get hundreds and hundreds of bubbles when the air conditioner runs. It's really kind of fun and you don't feel like you have to um, blow bubbles or anything like that. Uh, the last one, especially on those rainy days, it's nice to have a fun craft to do inside. So we would make um, celery roses and you just buy a stalk of celery and cut it about two inches from the bottom. And if you look at that, it's um, it makes a perfect rose. So you just put some paint on a paper plate and dip your celery stalk into it and then press it on paper and it makes these perfect beautiful roses. It's really, really pretty. So those are some fun ideas. Um, if you have other ideas, please go out on our Facebook page, Sandy's Kitchen Medley, and give me some of your ideas that you're doing with your kids this summer. Um, when we come back, we're going to talk about a medley of Mexican-themed dinner recipes. And this is really fun because you can make a shopping list with the kids and go out and buy some things that maybe you don't buy on a regular basis 
days and then come home and make um, a Mexican themed supper for your entire family. So sit back and keep listening to Sandy's Kitchen Medley and I'll be right back. Thanks. Welcome back to Kitchen Medley. This is Sandy and I'm going to share with you three fun Mexican themed dinner recipes. And these are recipes you can make a shopping list with the kids, go to the store, they can help with all of these. Um, but there is a stove involved and some cutting involved. So uh, make sure that they have either a grown up helping them or if they're old enough, they have some experience in the kitchen. The first recipe is for homemade flour tortillas. To make this recipe, you need two cups of all-purpose flour, one teaspoon of kosher salt, one teaspoon of baking powder, four teaspoons of olive oil, and two-thirds a cup of warm milk. Now I use 2%, but any milk will too. Mix the dry ingredients together in a medium bowl and then add the olive oil with clean hands. Then you rub the flour and the oil together between your fingers until the olive oil is broken down into small pieces about 1 16th of a size. Then you're going to make a well in the middle of the flour mixture and pour the warm milk in. Then you stir that with a fork and uh, mix that well until you get a giant ball of dough. Lightly flour a workspace and place the dough on it. If the dough is still a little sticky, you just sprinkle flour on top and knead the dough until it's soft. It shouldn't take more than 15 or 20 kneading motions. Cover the dough with a sheet of plastic or a towel and allow it to rest for 15 minutes. Then we're going to divide the dough into eight sections and roll each part into a small ball about the size of a medium egg. You open up the clamshell of the tortilla press and place a small sheet of wax paper on the surface of the press. Then put the dough on and then put another sheet of wax paper on top of the dough. This, this protects the clam press and keeps the dough from sticking. Using the lever then, you're going to press down. You open up the clamshell and turn it 180 degrees, the plastic paper in there, and then you're gonna press it down again. And you'll repeat that with all eight balls of dough. You're gonna then place them flat in the freezer for one hour or until the wax paper can be easily removed. If you don't have a tortilla press, you can do this with a rolling pin. Just keep the motions the same where you're turning it 180 degrees so you get a nice round tortilla. You're going to heat up a griddle uh, over medium-high heat and put a little olive oil on the griddle and spread it around with a paper towel. You place the tortillas on the griddle for two or three minutes or until they're lightly browned with spots on the surface of the tortilla. It's normal for it to bubble up a little bit. Then you flip it over and cook it for another minute. I like to serve them warm with either some melted butter or some olive oil, but these can also be made into tortilla chips and that's really how I like to make them. 
You're going to preheat the oven to 400 degrees and then brush each side of the tortilla that's been already cooked on the griddle with a half teaspoon of oil or melted butter. Then you sprinkle the, the both sides with salt or seasoning salt or whatever you like on your tortilla chips and use a pizza wheel to cut the tortilla into six or eight wedges. You place these on a single layer of parchment paper on a baking sheet and bake them until they're golden brown and crisp. Usually that takes about eight to 12 minutes and turn your pan, rotate your pan halfway through. Cool to room temperature and these will keep really well in a tightly sealed container for about a week. The second recipe is for homemade guacamole. And I love homemade guacamole. It's one of my favorite things. And when my daughter Zoe is home visiting, she likes to make it for me um, because she knows it's something that I really like. And it's especially good with your own homemade baked tortilla chips. For this recipe, you're going to need three avocados and they have to be ripe. So kind of give them a little squeeze at the market and make sure that they're ripe and not too hard. Um, one half of a small onion finely diced. Now I don't like the yellow onions, they're a little too strong for me, so I use the sweet onions. They're my favorite, the Vidalia's. Two Roma tomatoes, and you dice those up relatively small. Three tablespoons of fresh cilantro, chopped. Two cloves of garlic, minced. One lime, juiced. And I prefer to use a real lime versus the um, little plastic container with lime juice. I think the real lime just has a little extra flavor to it. And one half teaspoon of sea salt. Now you're gonna cut the avocados in half and remove the pit and the skin and just put the meat of the avocado in a mixing bowl. You mash it with a fork, or I like to use two knives, butter knives, and kind of crisscross through my avocados because I like it really chunky. Then you add your remaining ingredients and stir it together. Now this is the hard part. You have to wait a little bit to eat it to allow all those nice flavors to kind of meld together. So give it 15 or 20 minutes um, to sit and then it will have nice guacamole flavor. The last recipe is for a homemade taco seasoning. Now, I know people buy taco seasoning and they like it, but I think there's nothing like a homemade taco seasoning. This recipe is easy and it makes enough that you can have it on hand. To start, you're gonna have one tablespoon of chili powder, one tablespoon of ground cumin, one tablespoon of cornstarch, one teaspoon of paprika, one half teaspoon of seasoned salt, one fourth teaspoon of ground black pepper, one fourth teaspoon of garlic powder, one fourth teaspoon of onion powder, one eighth teaspoon of red pepper flakes, only if you like red pepper, you can leave those out, one eighth teaspoon of cayenne pepper. Now, if your family likes it a little more mild, you can skip the red pepper flakes and the cayenne pepper. You're gonna combine all of these seasonings together and I just put them in a plastic container or a jar with a lid and then give it a good shake. And that's fun for the kids. They can practice their measuring, putting it all in a container and then put the lid on and give it a good shake. It's also fun to make a label for your jar so that you remember that it's homemade taco seasoning. 
This can be used for seasoning your ground beef or your ground chicken for homemade tacos. Just add a tablespoon or two and some water to your brown meats and it adds a lot of taco flavor. So thank you for joining me here today. And remember, if you have any comments or questions, go out to the Facebook page, Sandy's Kitchen Medley. The recipes are all posted out there as well. And I really appreciate you listening here this morning. Remember, you be the reason that someone smiles today. Have a good day.